to this episode of Dinner and Dialogue. I am LaRonda Glass, the founder and CEO of Jules Mentoring LLC, and this is my amazing, phenomenal co-host, Miranda Starts, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. As she said, I'm Miranda Starks, and I am LaRonda's co-host and she is amazing and phenomenal as well and I am so excited to introduce to you my amazing and phenomenal and strong best friend Shakita Shannon. Hey Shakita. So we have Shakita on here today and she is going to be sharing her story slash testimony of her engagement and disengagement. And she's going to be sharing also what she learned from the situation. So, Keita, I'm going to let it let you get started and you start telling your story. So, first, I'm, the first question I'm going to ask you is, um, now, how long, how long ago was it? Okay, this was, we met in 2010. Wow. And we, yeah, 2010. And we hooked back up uh, 2013. Um, I was just coming out of a relationship, as a matter of fact, uh, in 2010. And I remember just praying to God. I remember I was on, for those of who knows, uh, who live in Memphis, I was um, Interstate 240. It's the major expressway. So anyway, I was uh, heading home. And I just said a prayer to God back in 2010. I said, well, Lord, you know, just keep me single. Just keep me single because if it wasn't meant for me to be married, just keep me single. But... If you happen to see fit for me to be married, just send them my way. So um, this was 2010, and we met. Uh, this is truly Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So I met Mr. Hyde first. So I Ooh. met him in 2010 at a singles ministry. You know, he was, uh, let's see, he was actually going through a divorce. It hadn't been finalized. And I myself, you know, just single, just ready to mingle. Um, serious, but not so much serious. But anyway, uh, once I found out uh, that he was actually uh, going through a divorce and it had been finalized, I just told him, you know, it's best that we no longer communicate because mm -hmm. I'm a believer that, you know, hey, it may be it may have been meant for you two to get back together. I don't know. And I certainly didn't want to uh, be the one in the middle trying to figure that out or see what was going to happen. So in 2010, we may have talked maybe a good month or so, but the conversation itself it was it was good i'm not gonna take that away from it was really good and he also had a child and at the time she may have been i think nine nine yeah nine years old but we decided to part ways and um and so at the time i thought you know maybe this was god's sin because three years later we met up again and at this time this is now 2013 he was not, um, yeah, he was no longer married. He was legally divorced. And so, um, you know, we got to learning each other and knowing each other. And that first year, you know, first year, of course, is always going to be seem like it's going to be so sweet, filled with roses, can do no wrong. Oh, yeah. You know, if you are a God-fearing person and uh, a faith believer, you know your Heavenly Father will communicate with you. Uh, when you need him to each and every time, it never fails. And Mr. Hyde, he was uh, he was tall, brown skin, low cut, um, nice you know, nice build, um, great personality at the time. 
at the time, you know, he believed in God. He loved family. He loved, uh, he loved life. He loved travel. And, um, and there were some things that we both got introduced one to another, uh, him knowing my family, me meeting his family. And also for the first time, I actually met his little girl. So at this time, she's now what, 12 years old, 12 years old. So uh, we're coming into preteen with the little girl. That's a whole nother story. You know, the little attitude, the babies, we're dealing with a little child. That's a whole different story. But, um, I mean, we kicked it for a good minute. We we did. We had our ups and downs. It was definitely not a perfect relationship. By no means was it. But uh, as we continue to court one another and as I continue to pray, um, you know, there was some red flags. Because one of the two things that I prayed to God that I wanted in a man, the two of them on my list, he really didn't meet at all. And those were my two biggest flags, but I compromised. I really compromised a lot in this relationship. And so as we continue to date and date and date some more, um, well, we got engaged the latter part of 2013, I think, early 2014. And <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm around to my best to know this story all too well. So... You know, like I said, um, you know, the relationship was not perfect. You know, we had our ups, we had our downs. But uh, more so, I think it was more downs than ups. So, um, but anyway, to the engagement, um, we, you know, we was out on the cruise. But before I start there, him and I, you know, we went ring shot. And anybody and everybody that knows me know that I do not like uh, gold jewelry at all. At all. So at all. Reads, Picked out this princess cut diamond ring, just silver plat. I mean, beautiful ring. And I'm not saying he had to get it, but at least know this where my preference was. These were my interests. You know, I wasn't expecting nothing gawky. I wasn't expecting this uh, big old ring on my finger. I just wanted you to know. I wanted him to know, okay, I'm going to show love to this woman and get her what she wanted. Okay, I've never been married. I don't have any children. So this was going to be my first. Yeah, I wanted everything just to be new, fresh, and everything. Well, I'm being honest to me. We're now, you know, speeding up. We're now on a cruise. And uh, it was another couple on that cruise, uh, one of my friends and her, you know, guy friends. And, you know, I kind of sensed that, I kind of sensed that he was going to do something because we had been talking about, trying to get in, you know, he wanted to get married again. He wanted children again and all this and that. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, dude, you need to be financially stable. I don't know if this relationship is even going to last. This is what's going through my head. So, anyway, one night we were out on the cruise um, and we went out on his deck. And so he gives me this sob story how him and his grandparents met and, uh, you know, confessed their love for one another and how they stayed married to, you know, for a long time. Well, man got down on his knee. Yes, it is. I looked out this box, ring box. I don't know where it came from, but it was very ancient. It was gold. It was tarnished. And when he opened it, I said, well, my God, it was gold. And it was certainly nothing, nothing, nothing that I had wanted. And so I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, where's the rest of it? You know, like, where's the rest of it? 
And if you end up on my finger, and I promise y'all, I am not, Miranda can tell you this, I am not one of those who are who is very materialistic. I promise you. If you you could have made me a Cheerio ring or however, I would have took it. But that ring he showed me, y'all. Oh, God. I think it came from a pawn shop. I don't know where it came from, but it was it was just ugly. It, it wasn't me. It was my it was not my personality at all. And it wasn't until later on my bestie Miranda tells hmm. me that she had been talking to him about the ring. She showed him the ring. Well, he showed her, I'm sorry, the ring. And she was telling him, kid is not gonna like that ring. Even my mother, God rest her soul. Um, she knew, you know, mothers know, mothers know, mothers know, mothers know, and she knew, Lord, no, I did not, she knew I was not going to like that ring, but he gave me that ring anyway, y'all, we went through, I went through hell and water with that ring because I did not want it, and so, mind you, this dude is still trying to get married, whereas now, I am really having second thoughts, I prayed, I was praying, I was praying, Miranda would call and ask me all the time, Chiquita, are you sure you all right? And you know with your best friends, they know. Your real friends really know. They really know the truth. And I never would tell her. I never would tell her. Even my mama. Even my mama knew. Because I kept dragging my feet. And, you know, everybody was like, well, girl, you engaged. You're not happy. And I promise y'all, I'm thinking to myself, Lord, this is going to be my first marriage. Hopefully my only marriage at the time. I said, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to have a ring that I want. I'm supposed to love this man. I'm supposed to want to be married. But all those feelings that I thought I was supposed to have, I did not have. I was the opposite. So Can, can I interject oh, real quick? Yes. Because let me tell y'all something. I just have to say this about this story because Keita know me. Now, one thing about it, I'm I'm a, I'm a ride or die for my friends, my true, yes. my real close friends. Yes. And I just remember asking, I'm like, Keita, sure i'm just like you just i i don't feel right are you sure but i'm gonna tell y'all me and keto were hanging out uh in memphis that weekend and this this is just to give y'all a little background so this man pulls me to the side because keto's over there doing something else he said hey i'm I'm about to buy her a ring and i was like you know i'm happy for my girl i'm like what and he was like, no, no, he didn't say I'm about to. He said, I bought her a ring. That's what he said. And so I was like, okay. So I said, while I'm up here, you can show it to me. Yeah, I want to see it before I leave, you know. And so he was like, okay, okay. So we up there. I'm up there all that weekend. And it was just like, he kept forgetting, but he left it. I'm just like, what ain't this man? Because, you know, I'm thinking, and y'all, I promise you, we're not trying to make it all about the ring. But when he did this right here, that really just solidified it for me. And so I'm just like, why ain't he showing me this ring? Anyway, I he didn't show it to me the, the rest of the weekend. And then the cruise was that next week. They were going to leave for the cruise. And so he finally sends it to me. Was it the day before y'all left, I think? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I saw the picture, I just said, listen, bro, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but uh, I got to I got to be real with you. She ain't going to like that ring. This ring, it looked like something your great grandma would wear. 
I had the desire to have whatever she wanted. And I knew what she wanted. And the other thing about it is, Keita told me specifically what she wanted. Chocolate diamonds. Chocolate diamonds. She ain't want no gold. She wanted chocolate diamonds. And you come showing me this ring that looked like it's one of them carved looking rings with little bitty diamonds in it. And then the box was raggedy. And I was like, the what? I was like, what is he thinking about? This cannot be real. He ain't he ain't gonna propose to my friend with this. And she done told him what he wanted, and then you didn't even bother to ask me to go with you to find nothing. But then on top of that, you told me you bought this ring. So yeah. anyway, I was nervous. I was so nervous because I <laughs> I knew what was coming. And I had went and I told Keita Mama, I said, she ain't gonna like it. And I said, This is the ring. She said, Oh no. No. Oh no, he ain't gonna like that ring. She said he gonna she gonna tell him too. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. But yeah, I said how you, I was like holding my clutching my pearls. How you feel? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said what do you think about the ring? I don't like it. I don't like it. But the thing about it to me is when it comes to being proposed to, being engaged, and all that stuff. It's not about the material stuff, right. but to me, it's about you knowing who you marry. Right. And right. him picking out that ring, that let me know even more then that he ain't know he ain't know who he wanted to marry. Right. I don't care. I don't care who you are, what money you got, or whatever. He could have got Kita a, a white gold ring with you know a diamond or something. She would have been happier with that than she would have this this gold ring that she got. But it just let me know you didn't consider her, you know, what she liked. And that's part of the purpose of the ring. Right, right. So, and then when he when I found out that the whole concoction of this was my grandparents' ring and all this stuff. And I'm like, now he told me he bought this ring. Mm, like. So that was a red flag right there. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to let you go on, Keita, because, you know, we did, we had, that was the first time we ever had just a tad bit of a fallout. Yes, this is so true. And thank you, Miranda. Thank you. This, I mean, I'm telling you, the ring itself is its own story, y'all. First of all, <laughs> it has its own story. But um, we did, Miranda and I did fall out because at the same time, I'm trying to be supportive to him and also not lose a best friend in the process. And then at the same time, it was... um. I don't know. That was just a lesson. I, I promise you, like Miranda said, I'm not trying to make this all about that ring, but still, whoever you are and wherever you are, when you're even thinking about getting married, you want to embody that person's interest. You want to do everything for that person, you know, from A to Z. You don't want to miss a thing. And even while we was on that cruise, when I asked him, um, you know, did you did you did you even ask my dad? Did you ask my parents? You know, and this man said no, no. And I just said, you know what? This cannot be happening. This is not real. I'm like, how do you not even ask my dad, my father, for my hand in marriage? He didn't even give you the okay. And I know my mother wasn't gonna give you the okay, but she probably would have because of who I am. But anyway, still, after that, you know, it was just like. It just went downhill after that, y'all. It just really went downhill because, number one, I was not pleased with that ring. And then, two, that's when, over the course of our um, dating and now our engagement, 
you know, Dr. Jekyll started showing his ugly self. So yeah. um, even with that, because like I said, it was more so because I didn't want that ring. And then two, now Shakita is having doubts about this engagement and, you know, trying to get married to this man. Because I know, you know, marriages happen, divorces happen. But at the same time, I was of the mindset that this is not going to be a divorce. So also around that time, my mother was diagnosed with stomach cancer. And so now I'm dealing with two things. I said, Lord, I do not want to plan a, a funeral. And two, I certainly don't want to plan uh, a marriage. So those, those were two things going through my mind, heavy, very heavy. And so now, you know, from 2013 to 2014, you know, uh, with him, like I said, he was now a divorcee. So any, it seemed like any little thing that I would do, he will bring up his ex-wife. He will be like, oh, she did this, and now you're doing this too, and that it is. And I mean, just crazy stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, and I will always tell him, you need to get healed. You should have uh, got delivered before you even saw another relationship. But anyway, um, he, you know, he kept dealing with those demons. Anything, it could be any little thing, um, even me just visiting my mom, talking to my mom. That just brought up some old feelings from his past relationship because, believe it or not, his ex-wife's mom died from cancer as well. And so he had an issue with her visiting her mom, being there for her mom, and it was just crazy. So, again, you know, coming into the engagement, I kept praying. I kept praying and asking God, Lord, is this really it? Um, show me a sign, just show me a sign. And he just kept showing signs. And it just, you know, it was a little petty stuff. And one night we would talk about God and he just happened to tell me, do we always have to talk about God? And I said, huh, I may not be the best looking thing on this planet or the smartest thing, but when it comes down to me and my God, that is not a compromise. I don't know that. I talk to him all day, every day. And so there was just, like I said, it was just things that was just brewing that kept letting me know this wasn't it. This this was not it. So now we're coming on the cusp of um it was our that engagement was finna come to an head because or come to an end because I kept throwing that ring back. I said, you can have this ring. I don't want it. And I'm thinking to myself, heck, I don't like it anyway. So it's not like it's gonna get missed. And um and that would just infuriate him. You know, he would just get upset. He would uh, get mad and, you know, talk all this um, negative talk. And I just, you know, I wasn't here for it. I just said, you know, do what you got to do because I promise you I am going to be okay. But, you know, I mean, we'll, you know, we'll get back together. We'll, you know, we'll go our separate ways, get back together. And they let you know already there was toxin in itself. So mm -hmm. uh, up until now we're in the middle of coming into 2015, you know, that's when, that's really when another, you know, a war was going on. So at this point, I just, I was just fed up. I said, you know what? This is not a healthy relationship. This is toxic. And even if we were to get married, it was going to be toxic. And so uh, long story short, that engagement ended in 2015. And it wasn't a pretty sight. When I tell you this man um, drove to my house and at the time he had his daughter in his car but drove to my house trying to get that ring back. And uh, I was in my car. I managed to get in my car because I was trying to leave. And I just told him he can have that ring. That man cussed me out. He cussed me out. That man called me everything but a child of God. And he even spat on me. 
and yep. cursed at my mom. And yep. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it was God that day when he cursed my mom out because he said what he said was, and I still remember it to this day. Mind you, I said my mama was um, diagnosed with stomach cancer. She was in her last stage. And yeah. this man going to end up saying, I hope that be that. That's what he said. But anyway, he finally went off. You know, he drove off with that ugly little ring. And I drove off. I drove off. I, I just went. I'm trying to drive because I didn't want to be at the house. I didn't know if this man had a key to my house or what. So I just drove in a um, over there by my church and just sat in the parking lot crying, just crying. And he kept calling my phone. You know, he was just leaving voicemail. I'm sorry. Come back. I'm so sorry. I don't care. I let that phone run. I let it go to voicemail. I did not. I did not even care about it. But he left about three or four messages driving around. I'm driving around trying to find you. I can't find you. Where are you? But I just let that phone ring. Let that voicemail play. And it probably maybe two, three hours later. Or so I finally went back to the house. And it hurt, you know, at the same time, it hurt. I didn't know what I missed the most. I really didn't. But at the same time, I was so grateful because I was grateful to have been out of that toxic relationship because I realized people are in relationships now that they probably can't even get out of or they think they can't get out of. And then secondly, I was also except well, accepting the fact that I thank God that he protected me, number one, because... Baby. Uh, if I from from me and Tisa too because we was ready to ride. Do you hear me? Yeah. I'm like, okay, she already <laughs> she's from went to the army. She a try and kill. I yes. said, I'm gonna drive. Let's go now. Yeah. But I was like, bro. <laughs> and, and the crazy thing, because I had called a lot of people that night. I called, I know I called Miranda. I yeah, one of my other you. friends. Um, and I even called my brother. Oh my god, oh, that was a whole nother story right there. Because mm-hmm. my two brothers, they didn't like him, no way. So right. it was only a matter of, of time for them to get their hands around him. But anyway, um, needless to say, their relationship ended. And I thank God that it ended. And um, that ended May 2015. My mm. mother passed away June 2015. Mm-hmm. And months later, believe it or not, that man got married. Yes, yeah. he did. That man got okay. married, but but even in all of that, you know, it was um, better for me because I had to. I had to. I needed to ask the Lord forgiveness for that man and what he did. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't, that just would have allowed for more bitterness and anger to brew up in me that I didn't. I didn't want to become that person. Mm-hmm. And even with him being married. Yes, I pray. You know, I do. I pray for him. I pray for her. I pray for his family. And mm-hmm. you, it, we don't keep, of course, we we are not in contact with each other or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm just grateful. I, I really am. I'm just really grateful because I realize it could have been somebody else, you know, hearing him calling you like that, begging you to come back. Somebody probably would have went back to him, mm-hmm. but not me. Not me. Mm. I saw enough, and I'm glad that I saw enough for me to say bye bye. You know, <laughs> you know, bye bye. So, right. Well, I'm so thankful, girl, because oh Jesus, that that was a hot estimate right there. Yeah. But the thing about it is, one thing that I'm learning more and more is that you know, like 
I think back to when you talked about when y'all first met and then y'all came back around and met again. And, um, you know, sometimes we do automatically go into the mindset, oh, this must be God that we meet. Right. But one thing about it, the counterfeit will come before the real. Yes, it will. Every <laughs> single time. And yes. the thing about it is it could be similar circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if right. you have you duped, it will have you fooled. But that is why we have to be, you know, stay on our toes and um, I know I was saying in the previous podcast, we are not responsible for who we attract, but we are responsible for who we entertain. That's right. So, like, you know, even in that, you just have to stay prayed up, you know, just take your time and allow God to show you. And when he shows you the red flags, believe, right. you know, so we just, you know, because it was a, that story could have went a lot deeper to that story. Yes. Yes. Need part two to that. But. <laughs> might have to say all that for another day but yeah so what is the main lesson that you learned from that situation the main lesson i learned number one definitely 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 put god in everything because we know our hearts and our emotions are so so easy to get linked up to something that we want so bad. But we also have to be mindful and um and just recognize who our God is. You know, and don't ever put him on the back burner for anybody, anything. Because no matter where you are, where you go, God is going to be real. He always going to be there with you. You know, we always mess up, but God is still there. And so that's the main lesson in um in what I learned is just trusting God and knowing that he will never leave you astray or anything. And then I know you saying the main lesson, that is my main uh, lesson that I learned. And in two, that God is real. And um and three, just like Maya Angelou said, best, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them, believe them. And definitely you know, ladies, gentlemen, you know, be mindful of those um, red flags because, you know, those red flags are there for a reason. And and I know, you know, you may want to be in a relationship. You may want to be married so bad. But I promise you, I promise you, when you think about your peace and all of what marriage can bring, you know, you really have to factor into that who you plan to spend your um your life around and, you know, and with whom. And also in that um, relationship, I learned, you know, to give of myself, you know, even when, like I said, I don't have any children, but he had a child. So I had to learn how to adapt, you know, to be around even his ex-wife at times and to even be around his child and to know that it's not always about Shakita. It's about now this child, even when she was, you know, in my company or when I was around her, be respectful to her, be respectful to her mom. And whatever, you know, was on her mind to talk about. So, um, and then definitely with the compromise, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> you know? Just be um, sure with yourself, honestly, and what you can and what you can't deal with when it comes down to compromise. Because I promise you, some things you say you can deal with may turn out that you can't. So. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, Keita. That is good. I want to know what is like your mantra that you have. Philippians 4, 13. 
I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Well, you know, we all have, we all, I believe that is very, very uh, important for all of us to have something that we hold on to. You know what I'm saying? Something that, you know, situations can come and it can, you know, seem like things are going astray. And because I, you know, like what you talking about the Philippians 4 and, and uh, 13, I was just thinking about one of my favorite scriptures I always think about is Romans 8, 28 for like, you know, whenever I'm going through something that's just horrible or it just seems like it ain't never going to end. All things work together for the good. Yeah. You know, things everything is working yes. together for and Amen. so you just have to hold on that's it that's it just keep going. LaRonda, what about you i guess my inspirational quote to, to me would be love never fails because you know the other day we was talking well i don't know we was talking about text you and i feel like the only way love hurts mm-hmm. is if it's forced i feel like love just is it's something that flows. It's something that um, comes to calm you in senses and ways. It just, I don't feel that love hurts unless you're trying to make something work that shouldn't be working. I mean, and it could, you know, you people can look at it in different ways, but I believe that when it's true, genuine love, it just is. It just flows. And when you sense that something isn't right, then you do need to, to look into that thing. So like Kita did, she said she felt that something just wasn't right with it. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. So when you have that relationship with Christ or whatever your, your higher being, your spiritual being, when you have something spiritual, it's not going to sit right in you. It's not going to be okay. It, it, it's going to be like, even if he's the best man in the whole wide world, you know, he's giving and he's giving you quality time and he's doing all these great things. But if you sense that something just ain't right, then you need to explore that thing because it's not there for, for no reason. Right. So I truly believe that love never fails. And it's not going to fail. Why? Because we have the greatest love of all mm. um, in our father. And because he loves us so much, he's not going to allow us to indulge or get into anything that's going to ultimately destroy us. So if we continue to fight for something or for something that's not of him, then yes, that's going to hurt. But when it's of God, I'm not saying that you're not going to have issues. I'm not saying you're not going to have struggles. I'm not saying any of that. It's just going to flow. It just just is. I mean, you ain't going to be able to explain it. You ain't going to be able to put a documentation. It, it just going to go. Yes, there are going to be some things you have to change and compromise and, you know, fight for, but it's not going to be a struggle to fight for because it just is. And that's what I feel that love never fails. And, you know, I think about it. It's just like with God, you know, it's just like you were saying earlier. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And God's mm-hmm. love for us is so big. And it's just the same way with that. And I mean, but, you know, when I think about love, I do think about it can hurt, though. But because because I think about Jesus when he died on the cross and just imagine the pain that he had to endure because of the love that he had. Willingly. Right. See, that's what I was going to say. But it's but coming with that love, it has to be sacrificed and sacrifice don't always feel. But when you have somebody that's being stubborn and being selfish. 
as in this situation with my friend. <laughs> that ain't love because love is not a selfish thing. Love is a sacrifice. You know, and I feel like if you are um, being somebody who's being abusive and in, in other, you know, that's the other thing that you have to look at. If somebody, anything that somebody is doing to you that's going to be a detriment to you, your physical, your spiritual, your mental, or your emotional, that's not love. Manipulators say they love you. You have to really know what love really is. And it's like LaRonda was saying, that's why you have to be in tune with your, with your heavenly father. Right. Because he has saved me out of a lot of situations as of late because I listen. <laughs> I, I do understand what you're saying about the hurting. What I'm saying is like, it's going to be challenging. I'm not saying that in that sense like that, but like when you setting up crying four or five hours at night and can't sleep and you can't eat, uh, to me that's... <laughs> So like to me, when you when it's love, there's a willingness there for you to go through whatever you have to go through. And it's because you choose to go through that. It's because I want to go through this. Jesus endured that cross and thought nothing about it. He said in his word, he did it with pleasure because he knew by him doing that sacrifice, willingly giving of himself, that it would bring us back to him. So he, even though he endured it and it was challenging, but yet he didn't think nothing to that pain. He didn't, right. he didn't think twice about those nails in his hand and his feet. He didn't think twice about that spear in his side because his focus was love. His focus was bringing his kids back to him to have what he des predestined them to have. And it, that unconditional love like that it is it's a beautiful thing and a lot of people don't experience that because they force themselves to love when it may not be for them to love in those areas and so you have to be willingly to sacrifice yourself for somebody else which is going to become uncomfortable especially for us the independent females we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to fight through some things because the first sign of this, oh, hold up, wait a minute. Oh, you ain't going to do that to me. And so it's going to be uncomfortable when God starts putting those things on us to change who we've been for years. Because, right. you know, I've been single 17 years. Right. Okay? Right. So for me to go from being single 17 years to me having a, a boyfriend or a mate, there's a lot of things that's going to be challenging for me to change. But because I'm willing to love and I'm willing to sacrifice that for because love is a selfless sacrifice. It's going to run smooth because I know who I am and I know where my love and my source of love comes from. So that's what I'm saying about that, a willingness. Know that there's going to be somebody that you're going to help with this story. And yeah. um, we just want to say, make sure that you pay attention to the red flag. Don't let love before it's time. That's right. <laughs> So yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Keith, again, thank you so much for joining. And uh, all right, well, let me ask you this last question: yeah. Are you ready to love? Ah, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, that's good to know. Good to know. Watching you. <laughs> Watching you for real. <laughs>
We are huge believers in the power of words. And as we close this episode, we want to share with you an inspirational thought for you to meditate on. Change the changeable, accept the unchangeable, and remove yourself from the unacceptable. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. We look forward to having dinner and dialogue with you again. Talk to you soon.